Hello and welcome back to Beavo's Legends podcast. We're a rewatch podcast, so we watch an episode of Legend of Tomorrow and then discuss it. My name is Elias and I'm joined today by... Carrie! Yay! Nisi! Yay! Hi. So this week we watched episode 7 called Marooned and it was directed by Gregory Smith and written by Anderson McKenzie and Phil Klemmer. So this week's episode was pretty good. What did you guys think? It was actually my favorite episode of the first season, I think. Now that I've that seen it week? again. Or was it the week before last week that you said this? <clears throat> yeah, but I haven't seen this week's episode. Mm. I'm sorry, but after starting to do research on the background of the show and shit like that, I'm going to go into that a little bit later. Uh, I now see things I didn't see before, so it just makes more sense now, and it's much, much funnier and just warms my heart more, and that's why it's, like, my favorite. Yay! Yeah! I thought it was a good episode, but, you know, you could see the the difference when you have, like, you know, you rewatched the episode, <laughs> logically, <laughs> and you know the other seasons, and then you can, you can't help it, but your brain is going to compare them, and then, you know, you can see the difference of how they act, and as a team, you know, and as legends, and I don't know, but it was a good episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't really come together as a team probably until season two right um yeah probably i feel like that's the first time they felt like a team to me but we'll get to that in a couple of weeks time <laughs> a couple of months down the line we'll get there um About- i thought it, i thought the episode was really good i didn't really care much for parts of it but other parts i thought were really quite good and and just as always there was some badass women doing some badass fighting I'm here for that anything with that I'll watch it um so what was your favorite moment um I think Snart and Sarah playing cards in the beginning of the episode uh, but just because I know that Katie Lotz has said in an interview that it was meant for them to stand in the doorway, uh, but they were, but uh, her and Wentworth were like, no, we're just gonna sit down and play gin. I didn't and hear that before. That's so cute. I, I I love that fact, and every time I see that scene now, I'm like, oh. They just thought it was a cute idea that is actually kind of cute. So, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. What was your favorite, Nisi? The same. <laughs> I loved it. 
No, literally, I have that written down here. That Sarah and Snark scene in the beginning. <laughs> I have that here. <laughs> I have it written down as well, but I wrote down my favorite as, um, you know, at the end when um, Sarah is going to go fight Mick in the engine room or whatever room it's in. And uh-huh. I think that, like, so far we've seen Sarah being badass. She just takes people down. But to see her in a fight where she actually takes a punch, she takes a, a hard hit, just made her ten times more badass because she gets walloped right in the face and she's just like, yeah, I'm going to keep fighting. I liked it. Made her powerful. That was yeah. my favourite. <laughs> <clears throat> what was your least favourite? Um... Uh, Rip and Rory fighting on the other time ship. I forgot its name right now. And Rory betraying his team by like making a deal with the time pirates. Yeah. See, I get why he did that though. Like, he was. Rip treated him so bad. He said some really horrible, horrible things. And if you think back to like Mick Rory's starting, what's it called, backstory, some of the shit that he's been through, that must have been really triggering to be told, like, I didn't want you. You were a package deal. Like, you're only here because we wanted your partner. That must have really triggered him. And then for him to then act out against it, like, well, it's a case of, well, if you don't want me, watch me. I get why he did that. My least favorite moment was also that Rory called out the team because, I don't know. Um, I know how, I know that he is not a bad guy. I know that he has a heart in there because I've seen it. And that he can't play, that he can't be a team player. That's, I think that's why it's also not my favorite moment. And the scene in the woods with Snart and Rory. Yeah, I, I didn't like that. That end scene wasn't my fave. I liked the whole episode though. I didn't have any that I thought, oh, we could have done without that. But I mean, the one at the very end with them in the woods was a bit meh. But I was thinking when I was watching it, I wondered if um, those two actors, because they come from such a serious show where they were, you know, going through some pretty rough stuff. Wait, are you referring to Dom and Wentworth? Yeah, on on okay. a break, um, and then they they get on Legends and they're dressed up in like the superhero get-ups like obviously Captain Cold's got his big coats and his big big gun and his thing I wonder if they felt like really silly like acting with each other after they had done something so serious in prison break must be mean yeah okay um what was the most meaningful moment in the episode that has a deep meaning to take forwards knowing what's gonna happen um I would have to say the whole converse, the, the whole situation 
about Snart and Sarah being locked into the in the ancient room and their conversation about dying and Snart giving Sarah his jacket because like I didn't see it when I first watched it and I didn't understand it after I found out that people shipped them but now seeing that episode again with the thought of people shipping them and like as I said, Katie's uh, talk about how they just wanted to sit down and play gin. I actually can kind of see why people ship them and I'm low-key shipping them as well. So that's actually a, a big meaningful moment to me. Cool. <laughs> Katie, it's your turn. I was just waiting if someone, if you were saying something. Um, I, um, <clears throat> I'm going with that Sarah and Snart scene too, because we learn, we all, we know that, that Snart is a team player, that he has become a team player while he's been on the Wave Rider, but we haven't seen much of that side, you know, the hard side. <laughs> Hard side. <laughs> and, and, um, it was good to see the not so cold side from him. And talk about how he met Mick and, yeah, hearing Hera, uh, Sarah, Jesus, Sarah and talk about how she felt and she was dying. Yeah, see, I think when I was watching that scene, I wrote about Sarah talking about what it was like to die as well. I feel like nobody had ever asked her what it felt like, which is why when Captain Cold asks her, she's a bit like, I think lonely, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think she also never thought about it herself. Because she just wanted to forget that one year and two months or something, she was dead. Yeah, it was a long time. But yeah, I feel like nobody had ever actually sat down and said to her, like, what was it like to die? I think that was hard for her. But at the same time, it kind of, to me, felt like she, like, appreciated being asked what she felt, like, opening herself up a little bit. I don't know. Um, the most meaningful moment for me, I don't know. I think finding out Rip, like a bit more about Rip's backstory is quite important for season one. Um, so far, all we knew was that he wanted to save his wife and his child, but knowing that like it, his wife gave up her career for him and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and that like he was feared by time pirates across the timeline and things like that. And it was, a big thing for him to have given up to go on this journey. I think that's quite important to know about him. Yeah, and I also wrote down that it really hurt. Any other points in the episode that you want to talk about or what was your overall takeaway from the episode? Um, what I've written down... Uh, uh, that I hadn't talked about yet is um, 
I remember when I first saw the episode and Martin kicked that time pirate's ass and I messaged Nisi something like, did Martin just knock out a time pirate? And he's like, yeah, Martin can do that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, love it. But you didn't say Martin, though. You said science, baby. Yeah. But that doesn't matter right now, does it? (laughs) I just thought it's cute. It is cute. (laughs) The, um, The only thing that I had wrote down that we've not spoke about is, right, this might be off topic a little bit. However, it's totally related to the episode, okay? Rip's wife assumes all responsibility for the affair they were having. It wasn't an affair, but, like, for them breaking the rules. Now, I don't understand how that's a thing. How can one person assume all responsibility and that just be like, okay, surely it takes two to tango. Uh, Nisi, anything you'd like to add? <laughs> um, you know how in the flashback where um, Rip and his wife are in this simulation on on a timeship, and she and he's all guns and stuff, and he wants to shoot everybody, and she's like, open the breach, and the time the the pirates just fly out. And then later, he does the same that she did. I noticed that. I noticed that too. I thought it was so cute. Can I just say, though, at some point, we have to release the footage of us filming this because your hand gestures that go with you explaining the scene are phenomenal. <laughs> the the and the, the thingy, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Speaking of actually, speaking of things that we all do that we noticed in the episode, did you guys see Sarah and Snart sitting on those chairs? Because neither of them were sitting in a way that's going to be comfortable for a normal person to sit on those chairs. Normal as in straight is normal. (laughs) I'm just saying, if you sit on a chair that's like made of what you have to assume is like metal or something, you're not going to sit with your legs hanging over the ridges and stuff unless... I would sit the way Sarah sat on that chair. I mean, so do I, right? That's why I noticed. <laughs> it's why I said it's things that we do that other people don't do. We already had this conversation about the snake legs. <laughs> we're going to have to release a snake leg video tutorial for people so that they know what we're talking about every time. We do this and we talk about snake legs because it's got to be like the fourth time. So, yeah, I'm going to record a tutorial on how the snake leg thing works. We could do like a sneak peek behind the scenes scenes footage from Bebo's Legends podcast. This is how you sit with snake legs. (laughs) And then I'll try to do it on Instagram live and kick my phone across my (laughs) head. But to be honest, the phrase snake leg, uh, snake leg thing is, is the most explanatory phrase for that thing. 
Ah, uh, yeah, it's when you know what you're talking about. But see, when you said it to me, remember I was sitting in my chair, I was like, yeah, I sit like a weirdo. And you were like, yeah, but you know when they do the snake legs and then you showed me and I was like, I'm literally sitting like that right now. Yeah. I didn't know what snake legs was when you said it. But when you done it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes so much sense. <clears throat> Anywho, anything else to add on that? No. Not really. I don't think I do either, but I always read through my notes at the end and I'm like, oh, I forgot to say that. And I went out of my way to write it down. So I'm just going to have a quick once over to make sure. No, I've done it all. I've got it all. I'm good. Oh, I wrote down, yay, Sarah and Kendra, because they were kicking everybody's ass again. It was awesome. Yeah, they're my pro TP in the first season. Next, we head over to a quiz segment where we answer questions and you can play along at home. And nobody's no. going to look at you weird if you just scream the answers at your phone or whatever device you're listening on. Yeah, no, we fully support that. Um, in fact, we encourage it. Definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> wicked. My throat actually hurts from laughing at you trying to do that. Um, okay, who wants to go first? <laughs> who wants to ask the first question? What are we going to do this in? Um, since I only have two questions, I'm going to go first. Okay, we'll go Elias, Nacy, Carrie. Um, what was Rory okay. mad about in the beginning of the episode? Not getting to set things on fire. Yes! <laughs> yeah! I'm so proud of myself. I'm doing a happy dance. It's happening. How did you finish his question before he ended it? There must be a lag. You are. You are. <coughs> I am cheating. No, I'm kidding. We planned this in advance. Basically, <laughs> Elias sent me all his questions so that I could look up the answers and beat you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah, that didn't happen. I know. I know. It's your turn. No, it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> What's the star date in race Captain Lock? 837.9. Star date 837.9. Yes. What did Sarah? Describe Star City 2046 as Disneyland uh, for felons. Yeah. yeah, well done. Damn it. Um, what's Rip's wife's name? Oh, bollocks. Random. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot her last name as well, so. It started with an M, and I knew that. It's her, her surname starts with a C, right? Uh, yeah, yes. probably. Cool. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I I didn't know that one. Well done. <laughs> Nisi, it's your turn. What was Ray's first pet, and what was it called? It was a snake, and it was called 
Slinky? Yeah. Was that a Burmese python? Yeah. Yes! Yeah! Happy dance. I'm out of questions. Does anyone have any left? I do. <laughs> it's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Um, oh. sweet. Um, what is the name of the AI on the Akronon? Gary. No, Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Gilbert. Well done. <laughs> but Gary was the name of the AI on the training ship, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because I heard him Gary and was like, <laughs> you get your nipples bitten off. <laughs> uh, Nisi, do you have any more questions? Yes. What were race chances of survival? Oh, both. Uh, 3,672 <laughs> to 1. 3,720 no. to 1. Fuck! Yes! Yes! I am the master of this quiz. Boom! Oh, Do you fuck. Have any I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I have more questions. Just bear, bear with. Um, what is the name of the captain of the Akron? Or Akron, or whatever the fuck it's called. Captain Layer. No. Baxter, 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 Captain Phil, Baxter. Phil name. I want her full name. Eve Baxter. Yes. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you can't just tell everybody to fuck off when you don't get the questions right. That's bad sportsmanship. Oh, fuck off, Kari. <laughs> no, you fuck off. I tell you to go fuck yourself, and you know exactly why. Because <laughs> you care about me. I care. <laughs> um, Nisi, do you have more questions? One more. Go. What letter do all the AI names start with? G. G. Yes. You're so cute. <laughs> um, I feel like that was a tie. Um, that question, not the whole quiz, because I'm definitely winning it. Um, I feel like I have more questions. Bear with one second. Um, what were Ray's oxygen levels when he was fixing the ship? Lousy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I just found something else that I wrote down. Oh, I knew there was going to be something. That's so annoying. I'll, once we finish the quiz, I'll go back to it. Um, yeah. No, uh, <clears throat> what color are the lights on the Akronon? Blue. Acheron. What color are the lights on? Blue! Yeah, I'm. Hey, go you! What color are the lights on the Wave Rider? Red. Yeah, I was looking for orange, but I'll give you it. That might be my yeah, light. Yeah, red, orange, something. Something warm. Yes, it was a warm color. Anyways, um, <laughs> the thing that I forgot to write down. I am the champion of this quiz. Boom. 
Congratulations! Thank you, thank you, all my adoring fans. You're too kind. Give me a second. Sit in a cactus, Elias. I love you. <laughs> They're a motherfucker. <laughs> I love you too. Um, so next up, we have our Who Said It, where we're going to tell each other quotes from the episode, and the others have to guess who said it. And again, we encourage you to play along at home or wherever you may be while listening. Maybe don't play along if you're in church. <laughs> Where I'm going with this. Okay, let's keep up the same order. So, Elias, you're up first. Hey, Daddy. We miss you. Jonas. Yes! I suck. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, it wasn't that bad card. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I was thinking, like, who was calling somebody daddy? Like, oh. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, not here yet. Hmm. <laughs> okay, Nisi, you're up. For once, we are fighting on the same side. Rip. Yeah. Yes. Okay, who said it? I'm sorry, I meant criminal. Um, the, the, the other time master, Baxter. Yeah. Who said it? Let's get this thing started. Rory. Yes. You look like the kind of man who'd throw his grandmother out an airwalk. The guy. It was the pirate. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> it was the guy. It was the guy. You know what you know what I mean. I feel like I get that one. <laughs> I know. You mean Captain Baylor. Yeah, that's what I meant. The the pirate man, the time pirate. That's what I said. Um John Baylor. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay, um, I don't like you, but at least I'm not dying alone. Uh, Sarah. Yeah. Sarah. Who said it? I wanted to travel through time, uh, through space, thriving only through my wits and laser guns. Stein. Yes. The Space Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> you did knock him out and force him to leave 2046 Star City, which is Disneyland for Fallon. Sarah. Sarah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I've lost mine. One second. One second. <laughs> please don't. Please don't hit me. I had it. Where's it going? I wasn't talking to you. Gideon? Yeah. Woo! Right to rip. Okay, well, I've got one more. Um, yeah, Peachy. Snart. Yeah. 
Nice job. Okay, so so now we're going to move on to our finish the quote segment where somebody will say the first half of the quote and the rest of the team have to try and finish that quote. Play along at home. Mm-hmm. Um, finish the quote. Any prison on earth is uh, blah. Oh, uh, fuck. Maybe you Any should start the quote. Prison- <laughs> fuck off. Uh, any prison on earth is better than this prison. Yeah, not exactly. That was close. Half a point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got two out of four words right. I feel like she's really, really thinking. Since I think you know, you all know who said it, I'm gonna tell you who. He said it to. He said it to Stein. I don't fucking know. So that was enough time. Uh, any prison on earth is better than this one, Professor. Oh, come on. I definitely get half a point for that. Yeah, you do. You got, as I said, you got two out of four words right. Finish the quote. To quote every Star Wars ever made. I got a bad feeling about this. Yay! <laughs> Boom. <clears throat> okay. Um, finish the quote. If this is anything like a video game... I know how to fly a spaceship or ship or whatever. A time ship. Uh, I'm uh, gonna fly this ship. Okay, I'm gonna give you both half a point. So basically, Kendra says, What are you doing? And he sa- Ray says, If this is anything like a video game, flying a spaceship. So okay, fair enough. I give you half a point. Thank you. Thank you. Finish the quote. Space Ranger has... A job to do. Exactly. It's not what I was going to say, but that's a good one. (laughs) What were you going to say? Tell you later. (laughs) You don't know my crew. They are... Oh, they're... Fuck. Lots of things. They are... The baddest bitches in time fucking history. Pa pa pa. No, um. That's basically what he said. Yeah, basically, but that's not the quote. That's what he meant. Um, it would have been easier if he'd said that. And I thought it was really funny when he said it because then it cuts to Ray, who's like pretending he's in Star Trek. Day 284 on the ship of whatever, and I'm Captain Kirk. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. I know, I, I know what you what you're referring to. I don't know the quote. I'm gonna say murderous and um, something else. I don't know an English word for. So just give the quote to us. Yeah, I'm just gonna say bad bitches. Boom. No. <laughs> Wait, I changed my answer. Forty-two because forty-two is the answer to everything. 
or 69 because it's a fun number because it's a fun number you don't know my crew they are iron-willed and battle-hardened the most formidable warriors to navigate time and space so what i said basically I'm sore because I was recruited for my unique ability to light things on fire. And now I'm at the one place where I can't do that, a fucking spaceship. That is so not the quote, and you know it. <laughs> no, I actually thought that was the quote. He doesn't say a fucking spaceship, does he? It's a fucking family show. He says, oh. um... Fuck. And now I'm locked in the one place where I can't light things on fire, a spaceship. So I'm going to give you the point, but he definitely didn't curse. <laughs> I am sorry. Too bad we're... On the wrong side of... Of them. them. On the wrong side of them. Yes! <laughs> About the doors. Yeah. From Sarah said the quote. Yeah. Nisi, it's your turn. I know. I'm reading. <laughs> I hate... <laughs> Finish the quote. I hate to break it to you. Oh, I don't know. Fuck. The problem is, the beginning of the quote is something we hear a lot throughout legends. Yeah, I've got no idea. Anyone? Any more guesses? I can only guess that it's Rip saying it to Jax while they're in the breach at the other time ship, but other than that, nothing. Okay. And no, that's not the thing. <laughs> because Kendra said it to Rip. Fuck! <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but you're not Captain Kirk. Oh, yeah, crap. Yeah. Right. I'm with <laughs> you. That's cool. Um, I had one, and I literally had it looked up, and now I don't remember which one it was going to be. Um... Yeah, bear with. That will teach you to mess with a nuclear physicist. Yeah. A good captain keeps his uh, special weapon hidden. Almost. Secret weapon hidden. Most powerful weapon keeps his best keeps his best weapons hidden from his enemies. Okay, that's what we said. Half a point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. To deal with the time pirates. No. Repercussion of his actions because Rip Hunter is a dick. No. <laughs> But I'm not wrong. No, you're not, but it's definitely not the right answer, so we kind of are. <laughs> Sarah says it. 
when they're going the whole to something in the ship. Yeah. Yes. She's gonna deal with the hole in the ship. I did have one but I can't find it. <laughs> oh, you son of a Bitch. Yeah. Bitch. Classic. Uh, <laughs> so next up we have our Would You Rather segment where one of us gives the other a question of what we would rather do and we discuss it in great detail what we do. And then we're going to put it on our Instagram and our Twitter and you can also vote which one you would rather do. And in the slide following slash the tweet following, there will be uh, opportunity for you to explain why you would choose that option. Exactly. My laptop is being kicked. Four-year-old. Take it away, Nisi. So, would you rather find five dollars on the ground or all your missing socks whoa oh that's a good one all my missing socks five dollars i want all my socks back i like socks yeah um, <clears throat> Don't get me wrong, I like socks too, but I don't <laughs> mind. Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> no, but literally, I don't mind wearing two different socks every day of the week. Yeah, no, neither do I. Even if I had all of my socks, I would still wear odd socks. However, I've got a couple that I'd, I miss my socks. I'd like all my, my socks back, please. No, I don't. I don't really miss them, so I'll take the five bucks. What about Although, you, Lucy? Which are you choosing? Well, I would. Since this question came to my mind when I was looking for my missing sock, <laughs> I am going with my missing socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Love it. Um, Elias, what were you going to say before I ever so rudely interrupted you? Although... Um, I really do not remember. And I'm so sorry. It's me who should be apologizing. I interrupted you. So I feel like our general consensus is me and Nisi would like our socks back. Elias would like more money. And if you... I, want I remember back, what I wanted to say. Flattering. Although it would be like four euros or something, so like even less than five bucks, but hey, money is money. Right, but see with the cost of socks, it's not even <laughs> like, think about it, like it's not even like you could be like, oh, well, I can use that money to just buy a new pair of socks because socks are expensive these days. Everything fucking costs up the wazoo, so I'm taking well, back. <clears throat> I once bought a 10-pack of socks for, like, 7 euros. So I got half of a 7-pair pack of socks with finding 5 bucks on the ground. Yeah, so. but think about how many socks you've lost over the duration of your life. That doesn't compare. Yeah, but most of them I haven't bought. Most of them my parents bought. So, Well, 
let's throw this one out to all of our listeners please let us know what you would choose because this is a really good one and um yeah please let us know yeah please Coming up next is our hypothetical fight segment where we take two fictional characters and we put them in a hypothetical fight against each other and we discuss who we believe would win. We got this idea from Stephen Amell's podcast, How'd You Do It? And we thought it was cool, so we stole it slash borrowed without permission. Um, Thank you very much. Stephen and this is another one that we'll post on our social medias and we'd love to have you vote and let us know who you think would win um but you know I've noticed a lot of people are voting for who they prefer rather than who would actually win and I just want to clarify a lot of the people that I've voted for have not been my favorites out of the two however I definitely think they would kick ass yeah I mean, for me, it's mostly uh, I know more about that character, so I'm going to vote for them, but totally. Anyways, so this week's hypothetical fight is going to be between Batman and Captain America. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to say Captain America because... Batman is just a dude who aired so much money from his parents that he can buy all those expensive gadgets and eat the rich. Yeah, but he did also go to that prison in the well and train for however long and climb up the thingy-majig and jump over the doodah and fight all the bad guys. Like, he's not just a rich guy in a suit. He's got to have some sort of combat skills as well. But would he have done that training without being a rich guy in a suit? Well, I mean, he wasn't in the suit when he did it. I don't think he would win the fight. I'm just saying he is more than... It's the same as Captain America. Would he win had he not been given a super soldier serum? No, he wouldn't. It's based on everything. Like, Batman has got his own merits of fighting skills, and he's a smart guy. He's got tactical abilities, and his... It's like saying take Iron Man out of this suit. He's just a rich guy in a flying suit. He's actually a really intelligent man who's built himself the technology to provide himself tactical abilities. Batman's done the same thing. So you have to take away the perception where he's just a rich guy and actually think about what his money has bought him and the abilities that that then gives him against the abilities that Cap has. I'm sorry, but all all I know from Batman is He's a rich kid that bought all his gear and shit because he could. Um, and apart from that, even even if he has tactical training, someone that was given a serum still has more quality, more qualities or better strength, whatever you want to call it, than someone that just bought his suit and tactical gear. Because he had the money to do it. I mean, if you look into Batman, just like going off on that, he he does lose all his money and he donates all his money to, especially when he dies in the slash doesn't really die but disappears in, spoiler alert, the second or third Batman, gives all his money to the orphan's home and things like that. So like, he's not just some entitled jerk, like... 
depending on which version of Batman you look at, but if you go from the trilogy, he has the technology because he's a guy that gave it to him. He didn't necessarily pay for it all. It was made by the company that his dad owned. Um, it's all military designs that he uh, modifies for himself and has technicians modify for himself. Um, and basically he comes up with a design like, I want something that's going to be able to do this, 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 and this. I'd like to be able to jump off a building and have my cake go rigid so it glides me. And then someone helps him make it. So he does yeah. have that sort of logical thinking up there and what he needs. <clears throat> yeah, but like, I could go buy a super suit and be like, yeah, if I jump off a building, I want to have a cape that, do, that does that. But nobody's going to build it for me because I don't have the money. Right, but that... that that I feel like you're you're focusing too much on his money situations. We're we're want to think about him in a fight. So his yeah, he got his shit from money. Okay, Captain America did not make the serum that turned him into Captain America. Somebody else made that and gave it to him. Same way as somebody else made Batman stuff and gave it to him. So take away where they got their abilities from. Hand in hand combat, who would win? And they can't say Batman because he's rich. Like, not Batman because he's rich. Like No, still Captain America because a serum that modifies your DNA and your like how your body works is still more effective than anything a man can build like outside of your body. See, I think Captain America would win. And I think that he would win because he's a soldier. He was trained as a soldier. He was trained to fight he was trained to be meticulous and and notice things and um a lot of the versions of captain america can recognize fighting patterns and i know batman has that technology but your own instincts are i feel gonna top technology nisi you've been very quiet feel free Basically, because um on your site, like that with the serum and stuff, it's you know <laughs> that he would win because I mean Captain America, Captain America would win because yeah because the serum. It's just in inside you. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't take it away. You can always break armor and break technology, but you can't break a serum. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> I do think that Batman has got his own merits, though, because obviously he, he defeated Superman, didn't he? I think he did. In Batman versus Superman, I'm pretty sure Batman won. I don't know about that, but I think he did because I know it's not the fandom, but in all the Supercorp edits, the sad Supercorp edits, there is a um, a casket with a super with the House of Bell thingy on. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think he did because see, at the beginning of Justice League, they have to go and 
resurrect Superman because Batman killed him. And they resurrect him using some war stuff in the thingy magic. But that's beyond the point. Like, Batman beats Superman. And Superman is definitely more sort of badass than Captain America. So could Batman beat him? I think so, but I feel like that's in the long game in a hand-to-hand fight. I feel like that's Captain America's thing. But I would definitely be interested to hear what our listeners think about that that's and what our Instagram followers and stuff. Say that again, you broke up. I only said totally in for it. Yeah. Um, yeah I or something what, like that. Yeah, I want to hear what other people have got to say as well, because I feel like that's a good, that's a good fight. Like, who, who would win? Yeah, it totally is the same as the Butcher Rider was a really, really good one. Yeah, we've been on point tonight. Well done, team. I'm so proud of us. I'm so proud of you guys because I didn't do anything about that. <laughs> um. So in next week's episode we are going to be discussing episode eight of legends of tomorrow season one which is called night of the hawk and i believe that during this episode they traveled to harmony falls in 1958 which is super exciting um does anybody have anything they want to add before we close up um it's just we hit half of season four uh, season one because season one has 16 episodes so next week we have half of that already covered so soon enough we're out of season one <laughs> it's crazy because as of next week we'll have been doing this for two months yeah totally that's actually really really weird for me kind of <laughs> I just choked on my beer Oh, it went down the wrong way. Um, yeah, that's that's seven weeks now that we've been doing this for, which is crazy. Yeah, um, a bit, a teeny tiny bit. It feels like like two weeks or something. Yeah, it does seem to have flown by. Like it doesn't feel like we've done seven of these. It's fun. It's great. I love it. Um, so. If you have something that you would like to let us know, if you've had an opinion on something that we've said, or you want to let us know something about the episode that we might have missed, then please feel free to reach out to us on our social media platforms. Um, we are on Instagram at Bebo's Legends Podcast, and we're on Twitter at Bebo's Legends. Um, we also have email and all that stuff it's all included in a link in our bios as well as all the different platforms you can listen to the podcast on should the one you're using not be your fave please feel free to check out the other ones um and yeah we really want to hear from you we want to hear your opinions so let us know Yay! Yay, thank you so much for listening yeah goodbye thank you so much we love you guys I'm waving. I'm so stupid. Yeah, you're fucking waving on a podcast. No one can see you. I know. (laughs) Bye. 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 There you go. Bebo's Legends Podcast. I la la love you too.